and welcome to the In the Circle podcast, an inside look at field hockey in the United States, a podcast that gets you closer to the athletes, staff, club administrators, coaches, umpires, and fans of USA Field Hockey. I'm Allie Campbell, a U.S. Women's National Team athlete, and today I'm joined by Ainsley McAllister, Yuru Sports CEO and founder. Ainsley, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having us. Super excited to just hear about Yuru and get a little more knowledge of how we can utilize you in the United States and of what you do. And, but let's back up for a second. I'm just getting <laughs> way too excited to talk, to talk to you. We've been old friends. I haven't seen you in forever, so I'm just super excited. But why don't you give me a little bit of a brief introduction of who you are, what you've done, and then tell us a little bit of about what you do with Euro Sports. All right. Well, we'll dive in. So, uh, yeah, it's been so much fun catching up briefly before this Zoom call. But um, so I actually played at the University of Michigan. Um, so Big Ten, Allie. I played against her the last year. Was that right? You were Maryland um, for. Did you guys already enter the Big Ten? No, that was our last year in the ACC. That was your last year? I think it was like a Big Ten ACC challenge. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah you're a couple of years older than me, but the, the rivalry. Hey, 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 not too much older <laughs> now. <laughs> that is true. That's true. I definitely played against you and you lit it up. But um, yeah, so I played at Michigan. Um, I was a multi-year captain. I actually walked on at Michigan uh, and then made the Junior World Cup team my junior year and so that was a really great experience we went and played in Germany in Mönchengladbach and our U.S. team I think it came in sixth um, it was a really just awesome experience where I got to get to know and become close friends with people from all different colleges which was um, just a really cool experience and uh, made playing in the league that much more fun and um, also to get my first kind of taste of it, playing internationally was awesome. Just the level of play. Um, but so I did that. And then after I graduated from Michigan, I actually, um, thanks to Coach Craig, he's connected me with a, a team in England to play for like actually only three months um, and train with Beeston Hockey Club in Nottingham. And it was just such an awesome experience. I got my taste of uh, British banter and <laughs> really like it was an eye-opening experience just to like a whole different uh, hockey culture so over there like the European club scene um, is just really cool because you're playing with athletes who are like the best on in their club so you might be playing with teammates who are like 16 um, and then have teammates who are like pushing 40 and so who have been to multiple Olympics. And so it just, I felt like I really fell in love with the game again in a different sense and just saw how many opportunities there are through field hockey to travel the world, get all these really cool work experiences, uh, get grad school scholarships and continue playing the game you love while meeting awesome people around the world. So that opened to me creating Yuru, which actually came about pretty organically. Um, I actually was a pre-med major, so I never planned on starting a business at all. And I was just, when I was in Australia for the second time, I kept getting messages from like 
teammates from my junior world cup team and past university team. And also now the England and Australia team that I had played on previously. And they're like, Hey, can you go uh, set me up with a team in either England or Australia? I'd love to also play. And people had no idea even like where to start. Um, they were just asking me questions like, do you think it's even possible? Like, how did you do it? Um, and so I actually started just like reaching out. I'd put together like a little resume of these athletes with them and then send them directly to coaches who I knew um, just through playing overseas. And so it started like super organically. I was just really passionate on helping athletes find the right fit playing opportunity because um, of the like seven, I ended up playing for seven teams across the world. And I'd say like really three of them were good fit hockey wise, you know, um, there's just so many different factors when deciding on a team to play for. Um, and, and unless you really have the connections and like behind the scenes, no, um, it's really hard to make a decision on, okay, well, let's sign for this team in England, but I have no idea what that will entail. Um, and so what I learned with like the placement that Craig helped organize was that he really organized all these behind the scenes things with these, this coach to provide extra training and really get this elite level set up that then when I went to go um, play in Australia, I didn't know to negotiate. Um, and so then it was just through my own playing, I was really passionate about helping athletes set up the really best situation for them. Um, and so, yeah, it just started organically like that, um, helping past teammates. And then I realized that if it's really through connecting people with other athletes who've played there and the knowledge of these opportunities, um, and coaches started reaching out to me and being like, Hey, I actually don't want your teammate who is a forward, but I'd love a defender. Do you know anyone? So then I started using just different platforms in my network, um, and then I ended up talking to a business mentor of mine um, who's been there like from day one. Um, and they just were like, hey, what if you go into an acceler business accelerator program? Um, so I actually had signed for a team in New Zealand and was on my way to another season, a club season in New Zealand when I got the acceptance into this business um, program for the idea of Yuru. And I was like, well, why not? Like I can always go back and play after the stint. So I talked to the coach and they completely, they were like, absolutely fine. We can do it next season if it works out and if not, no worries. Um, so that kind of was how a long backstory of how Yuru started. So. Well, that's amazing. And your experience of being able to travel the world, which is awesome, but playing the greatest sport on the earth. Wow. Right. Like yeah. that is just priceless. And that just allows for your love just to grow each and every day. And you get to spread that to everyone with Yuru, which is incredible. So if you could in three words, how would you describe, or what words would you use to describe Yuru? Three words, putting you on the spot. Ooh. Um, we've talked a lot about this. It's kind of like the LinkedIn of sports is our business tagline, but then we also have, it's like, uh, bringing transparency to the sports world is what we kind of think of it as. So cool. So can you give us a mission? Like what is, 
you gave us like a background of how Yuru came to place, but can you tell us exactly what they do, maybe in the United States for our listeners who maybe are thinking about playing in college, thinking about choosing a club, maybe they want to take a, a gap year and go overseas. What kind of do you do to intervene, quote unquote, to try and help them? Yeah, so basically we're really working on uh, empowering athletes by giving them the correct information um, and reliable information from athletes' experiences. So what we're doing right now is having athletes rate and share the reality of what their experience was like on these teams around the world. And so athletes can sign up and see what it's like to play at all these different clubs across the world. They can also see the different playing opportunities that are there um, and connect with people who've been there and done that and lived it and what advice they've given. So our big thing is about uh, giving people access to information that they didn't have before and the connections to make it happen. Um, So I think in the U.S. particularly, there's um, just a lack of education about what is accessible through your sport Um, because there's so many grad school scholarships available for athletes um, in England and all across Europe and Argentina um, that people just have no idea about. And so one, it's bringing awareness that that is a possibility and then two, allowing the connection to happen. And so that's really what our platform is meant to do is to bring awareness and connection to the right fit opportunity. That's awesome. Sorry, I was talking with mute on. You would think with COVID and all these Zoom meetings, you would think that one would learn to press the mute button. But so, wow, I'm just, I'm reflecting about what you said, just giving the athletes the opportunity to expand their, like their vision, right? They think maybe hockey only happens here, but you're bringing the international game into our nation. Mm -hmm. Like you're bringing that opportunity. Yeah. So we, we often say like we're amplifying athletes' dreams and then helping them make it a reality because I think for me, I was at a place where, yeah, I made the Junior World Cup team, right? Um, but it had always been my dream to like be an Olympian. And after the uh, Junior World Cup, like my skills were not ready at all for the nat- senior national team. I was had walked on. I was still like just hitting my stride, you know? But then after college, there'd be no kind of where for me to continue playing um, competitive, competitively. And so really by Craig, it was such a blessing that Craig actually uh, like helped set that up, um, that connection up. And it gave me an ability to still like pursue um, that national dream. But I think what I, in reality, what it opened my eyes to was just this whole world of sport that I didn't um, really know existed. And the power of sport that has really like captured me and changed my dream, you know, Um, and just like helping people see how beautiful sport is, because it really does have like a power to unite the world and break down barriers and just allow people to connect in a deeper level. Um, And it's really, to me, sports is so much about people. And that's really what um, a sporting experience is great when it's set up correctly and you have great people around you. And so that's what, wherever you go, we are a global platform. So we have athletes in 28 
eight countries and we really want to have this guru family vibe everywhere you go um, that you can connect with people who are just there to as because playing abroad can be pretty lonely too um, and so it is like when you go you can learn from people's experiences connect with them grab coffee um, just I don't know it's all about connection and people so yeah just the what's reminiscing in my head is power sport and how that just brings people together and how unifying that is like I just love that that's a mission of you guys and Ooh, I'm just like, whoa, that gets me excited because it's just, it's the best sport on earth and you guys are doing everything you can to keep people in the sport. And that's incredible to me. So going off the power of sport and what Yuru has done, how do you think it's changed the sport or the game of field hockey? How do you think it's kind of made, I know you talked about how it skews people's thoughts because you get to see how it works in different countries with the club system and the opportunity to participate in that. But how do you think you guys are changing the game? Yeah, my big thing is about helping people have great opportunities. And I think so, for example, we've put together these uh, worldwide Yuru teams um, to go and compete in different locations. And so that's been something that has come out just from like one thing is our, we have an A team of elite athletes from different countries who are really helping us shape our product and our platform. And so we listen to them about what they're wanting from our community. Um, and one thing is like more elite opportunities to compete. Um, and so that's one thing that we've been hearing a lot from the um, development team as well. Um, and so we actually brought a Uber world team over to the U S. So these were people like inter senior internationals from Australia and um, Holland, New Zealand, uh, Argentina. Um, and they all arrived in Boston for the four girl goals cup. And then we played against the kind of junior national or the U S development team, but they were also U S um, team is how we called it. Um, it is just a, a really fun opportunity to build community, but also to really bring more opportunities for elite play um, and the opportunity to really get culturally involved and immerse yourself in a new culture. So, um, I also think there's been a lot of U.S. athletes who are on this A-team, like Allie Hamill is a key member. She actually went to Tokyo to compete in the cup with um, the Yuru, uh, the Griffin Tokyo Cup with the Yuru team. Um, and so that was actually before she made the national team. And for her, it's just been so fun to see her journey and develop as both a hockey player and also as a person. Um, she just talks about like the confidence she got being teammates with uh, Australian senior international and just like also stepping out of her comfort zone while playing in uh, Japan. So it's really cool to have um, all these U.S. athletes involved um, and just seeing them, yeah, um, take their game to the next level um, and really help give back through our platform. So. Yeah, so you're talking about accomplishments, accomplishments, excuse me, of Yuru. So you're in 28 countries, which is incredible. You have elite athletes and athletes of all levels um, incorporated in your teams that you take to tournaments and stuff 
um, along those lines. What are some other accomplishments that maybe aren't as, you know, high as that? What are like little things, like little wins that add up for you guys that you've experienced over your creation to now? Yeah, well, a big thing is we've actually actually been placing athletes and helping them find different playing opportunities that fit their goals. Um, so we've like, it's almost been like a consultant to help athletes. And so we've placed more than 300 athletes on their dream opportunities. And so that's been really cool. It's gone both like through to um, Holland, England, New Zealand, Belgium, Argentina, to te club teams down there, um, to getting uh, grad school scholarships, and then also to placing really top level elite athletes and helping them just make good decisions about the U.S. college system and where they are best fit. Um, so that's been a really cool one. Um, yeah. And then also at our Tokyo or at our Boston Four Goals Cup, we also had our Uber World team do a little panel and talk to the younger athletes there about just the opportunities that sports can give uh, and really help kind of open their eyes to what it, what's out there. Um, and it was really cool to see these younger athletes just soak up every word that our Euro A team, ambassador team, um, really was saying, you know, just about they're across all the world, like coming in to Boston from all over the world, um, joining together on this team. And it's just a really cool, I think, message to everyone that casts out like all differences aside, we're really just love the game and it can bring us together. Um, so yeah. It's awesome. Really cool stuff. So the question looming, this is what this one, COVID. How has that affected you guys over these past few months with recruiting? You work internationally. So obviously travel bans, and then we have even dead periods here in the United States. Like what kind of advice, reassurance, um, just anything you can provide to some maybe younger listeners who are still trying to find their path and feel a little uncertain with what it may look like. What have you kind of been brainstorming or experiencing during this time? Yeah, I think it's been a super interesting time to be both in an international and sports business um, with COVID. But it's opened up some really unique um, opportunities as well. And so we just actually had a, a NBA athlete on our podcast the other week. Uh, it's called The Global Game. But he kept saying, like, every wall is a door. And it was super interesting because thinking about how uh, we've hit, like, we had a huge influx of, like, people being kind of panicked and wanting to um, which is only valid, right? Like, it's like, what is going to happen? Like colleges are maybe the season might be canceled, might not. And so I was in close uh, communications with a bunch of college coaches, which was great with Chirk and Tracy Paul. And there's been so many um, coaches that have been so supportive of our community that I can't think enough. Um, but I really just think that it's been a really big shift for us because we've realized that the lack of transparency in the sports world is what is like a problem. There's no platform for people to actually communicate um, and share about their experiences. So in this quarter, what we've really been focusing on is bringing athletes experiences to light and showcasing 
uh, athletes, um, like really getting to know what people are making around the world uh, on these different teams and what are, are they offered um, flights, visas, what at these different clubs so that we can actually provide a more just guidance um, overall. So um, yeah, it's really, it's been cool to hear kind of what athletes are looking for, what teams are looking for and do a, a really dive into the data a little bit more so we can present that to athletes who are looking. So um, yeah, we're always looking for athlete stories and their experiences and insights on their clubs, what they loved about it, what they would improve, any advice to athletes who will be there playing there in the future, so. Great. So you mentioned Yuri's podcast, The Global Game. You want to tell me, dive in a little deeper to that, give me a few details of it, maybe some interesting people you've hosted. You mentioned uh, NBA basketball player before, maybe just give us a little more insight to that. Yeah, it's been um, super fun to launch our podcast and you're doing a great job hosting. I, I'm usually on that side. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I actually, the global game came about through, I actually uh, presented and pitched at the NBA All-Star Game in Chicago uh, this February before COVID shut everything down. And when I was presenting, we met this uh, WNBA star who was talking about playing for uh, a, a team owned by the Russian mafia and just like basically just had all these horror stories. Right. And we just like got laughing about like, Oh my gosh, well, I thought I was going to get paid this season. And, and then this happened. And then just basically like one story after another that were just like pretty comical, but also like in reality, like big deals and they shouldn't be able to happen to athletes one season and then continue to happen to the next import that comes and joins their team, you know? Um, and so we're like, why don't we just like, you kind of feel alone that this has only happened to you, but it happens to so many athletes across the world. You have these like amazing experiences, but then there's also just this, this lack of like transparency of what actually happens behind the scenes. Um, and so much of the power is just in the team's hands. So we're like, why don't we just um, have a fun podcast showcasing the reality of really what it's like of these top, top athletes um, and their experience playing overseas. So it's been really cool. Um, one of our uh, favorite uh, field hockey guests so far has been Quan Brown, um, just an absolute legend. Um, he is from Trinidad and Tobago and just has a really cool story. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a great episode. Um, he just really just shines a really cool light, but he's now from Trinidad and Tobago. He's now the Great Britain national team coach. Um, and one of like their first, um, black staff, which he is like just super proud of. And it's just so cool hearing his story of how he got there and the risks he took and the mentality he had and the strength. And then, yeah, it's, it's cool. So, um, yeah. And then we've like, I've, we've had some NBA athletes, Festus Azili. He was a great athlete. He's in, um, Germany right now, uh, rehabbing, but he's, uh, originally from Nigeria. And so his story is also just really cool of how he ended up making it to the NBA. Um, and yeah, it's, it's been amazing to hear so many people's stories. I'll say it again. Field hockey is the greatest sport on earth, but I really think it's awesome 
that you guys are kind of branching out to and bringing in the realities and experiences of other like high level sport athletes like basketball, soccer, ice hockey, whatever. I think that's really cool to bring those experiences in because it also maybe allows for people even in field hockey because I just am biased to know (laughs) that like they're not alone right Mm -hmm. like these experiences happen to everyone it happens to the tippy top of the totem pole and it also happens to the people who are just starting out too and it kind of gives a normalization factor to all athletes that you're not alone so that's really valuable Ainsley I really I appreciate that. I like yeah, that. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I'm definitely there. Field hockey is the best. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's been interesting to see just how so many commonalities of just yeah. things are exist across all sports. And so it, it feel like it's interesting and like women's basketball and a lot like that are, it's kind of like an amateur sport in a professional sense. So uh, there's so many opportunities, but it's not organized extremely well. Um, even like in which I didn't realize originally, like the European basketball leagues, lots of the second tiers and third tiers are also still just like kind of who, you know, I got that job through Twitter, you know, just different things like that, that uh, most of my jobs are like teams I've met overseas would come through a message on like Instagram or something of, Hey, like my team needs to a midfielder next year any interest like and so like it's interesting that that's how it once you're kind of in the network um yeah it opens up a lot of doors and it was interesting that that's true across a lot of sports so awesome well Ainsley thank you so much for your time and speaking about Yuru and just what you guys do on a daily basis it's just really intriguing to hear the national to international relationship that you guys are expanding. And I just thank you so much for your involvement of growing the game and just thank you. Of course. Thanks for having me on. I love what you're doing too with showcasing athlete stories here. So keep it up. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Very cool. Spread out, create space, five yards. We hear these cues all season when playing field hockey but we need to remember them even more while social distancing. STX Field Hockey is here to support you as you continue to create space during this time. Follow us at STX Field Hockey on Instagram or subscribe to our newsletter at stx.com for daily tips and tricks on how to keep a stick in your hand while social distancing.